Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are recapping Rachel and Gabby's season of The Bachelorette, and we have made it to hometowns. Yes, hometowns, hometowns. And this episode kicks off with Gabby going to New Orleans to see Jason's family. Yeah, so Jason, for me, has kind of been like the front runner for Gabby this entire time. And I feel like this hometown really just solidified that for me. Yeah, me too. So first up, they like are having people flash them for beads, kind of like the Mardi Gras type thing and kind of walking through town. I just want to go to New Orleans. I do too. But they end up meeting Jason's dad in like a a park. Yes. And it's a really nice park, I think. Or I think it's a decent park. And he brings Gabby flowers and beignets, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. His name is Michael. He seems like such a sweet guy. He cried. He did. Several times. And he was talking about how Jason comes from, like, a very emotional family, like a very sensitive family. And he seemed to really like Gabby, and Gabby seemed to get along really well with the father as well. Indeed. And something I noticed at this point, I was asking a question like, oh, where's the mother? Mm -hmm. And we find out that they actually got a divorce, and Gabby does get to meet Jason's mom and sisters. Yeah, so he goes over to the mom's house, and I feel like his whole family just really liked her. And at the end of, like, meeting the family, she actually says she's falling in love with him. Like, to the camera, not to him. And I think that's a big, like, step. And honestly, knowing a little bit about Gabby and, like, her background from what we learned from the show, I do think Jason's a really, really good fit for her. Mm -hmm. Just based on... Because he's kind of dealt... It's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, someone's going to tell you that they understand what you're feeling, but they've never been it, never done it. Well, Jason's kind of been in it, and he's had some life experiences, had some I mean, he hasn't been abandoned by any means or whatever, but he does understand divorce. He understands divorce, and he understands, like, he's had to confront some of those conflicting feelings about, like, what it means to be a father and mother. And I think that's going to go a long way in being empathetic toward Gabby's case, which she really needs. So that's pretty much it for Gabby's first town date. And now we're going to jump into Rachel's. We're going to jump back and forth. So Rachel goes to Zach's home hometown this time, right? Which is Anaheim Hills, California. And they ride bikes and climb this ladder to this rooftop. And on the rooftop, they're watching the airplanes fly, which I'm assuming is like the Santa Ana, like Anaheim airport. Yeah. Um, And... She really appreciated this because she had shared with him that she used to go to the rooftop and watch planes fly. And he had a very similar memory from childhood. So it was kind of like creating like that core memory together. Yeah. And so after that, uh, they go and see his family. Yes. There's parents. There's aunts. There's cousins. He had like a lot of people show up here. Yeah. And I want to say Zach is fairly perceptive because I've been saying this the whole um, season Rachel has really been holding back on almost every guy except for Tino. Tino. 
And Zach is getting those feelings. So he's concerned that Rachel doesn't feel as strongly toward him as he feels towards her. And I would say he's not wrong, even though there's no... fair. Yeah, because even like when they're on the roof watching the planes, she doesn't seem like fully present. Like she doesn't let herself fully enjoy it, in my perspective. Mm -hmm. Like she seems like very um, facade-y. Like, it doesn't really feel, seem like she's cracked the shell. Like, oh, like, up, up front, she's, like, smiling and laughing and doing all these things. But there's definitely a withholding from her. Yes. So then they watch, like, an outdoor movie with clips from their dates that they share with the family. Which they did this earlier with him as well. Well, earlier they had shown childhood clips on their date. So then instead yeah. they did, like, a movie date. And I thought it was kind of interesting because no other family gets to see clips of dates. Yeah. Or, like the progression of the relationship it's almost like the producers really want them to it's either like the producers want them to end up together or they he asked and he was like hey do you mind if i do this i really think this would be really neat to like get get like an intimate i'm sure they brought it up to him like oh it'd be cool to bring it kind of full circle but like i said a lot of times the leads of the show will tell producers that the person that they're most interested in is actually someone different than who they want okay. to end up with because of producer meddling. Yeah. So I think that Zach is someone that Rachel was like, oh, he's a front runner for me. And like the producers have ran with that. Like they believed her. Well, they may know that Tina was also like a front runner, but I think they're in the mindset of like, oh, let's make it look like Zach has this edit to win. Yeah, could be. So Gabby goes, we're going to jump on Gabby's second hometown date. Gabby goes to Florida, so New Orleans to Florida. Yes, where she gets to meet Johnny's family, and they meet his parents, brother, and brother's girlfriend. Johnny's basically like, I don't know if I'm ready to take a knee the whole time. And to me, I just wrote that the relationship just feels super behind. It's super surface. Um, The relationship is not there. Even compared to Eric, who we'll see later on, I feel like Johnny is the furthest behind of Gabby's guys. Yeah, and we'll learn in the just near future that Eric actually takes the most risk in letting her meet his family. Yes. Uh, but there's not really much more to this date besides... The dad tells him to go all in on it. Which the dad is enamored with Gabby, and I think he realizes that Gabby's a real catch for Johnny. Yeah, so... But Johnny is like kind of a playa, it seems. Yeah. So he's like, all the all the clubs, I'm just giving up all my club days, you know, and he's young. So yeah. I don't really blame him, but like, why did you go on a show? That, to go to paradise. Yeah. Johnny's so a paradise We know he goes to and paradise. Through, so. And it's no surprise. So let's jump into Rachel's second hometown date with Tyler. After a word from our sponsors. If you've been experiencing symptoms and don't know where to start, Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The Everly Well Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness, and it checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. They have over 30 at-home lab tests, and you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Andrew has the men's health test, which I think is awesome because I feel like a lot of companies kind of skip over men's health completely. Everly Well also has high-quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3, omega-3 fish oil, and my favorite, the B6. 
So this is how it works. Everlywell ships products straight to you with everything you need in one package. You take your at-home lab test by simply collecting your sample and using the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share those results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. And if you order vitamins and supplements, you can just start adding them to your daily routine right away. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everlywell to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. Like I said, I've taken the food sensitivity test, Andrew has the men's health test, and we absolutely love their supplements. And for listeners of this show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash batch report. That's everlywell.com slash batch report for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash batch report. All right. Thank you for sticking with us. Now, we're talking about Rachel, Rachel and Tyler, and they're going to... Wildwood, uh, New Jersey. Wildwood, New Jersey. Which Wildwood is known for the place they go, which is like the big boardwalk. It's kind of like, if you're in California, like the Santa Cruz boardwalk is very similar, or like the Santa Monica Pier is like yeah. a very similar... This actually vibe. seemed very strange to me, because New Jersey is so much... It's very far from her next date, which is Tino, and they're going to be in California again. So it's like, I wonder if she did this date first and they went east to west coast, but they mixed the dates up. Or the other way around. The thing is with this, hometowns were completely, like they always mix up the order of which hometown they went to first. Like Tyler could have been last, Tyler could have been first. Who knows? Yeah. So they meet on the boardwalk and they're riding rides and hanging out. And then they go into like a pizza like joint yeah. on the boardwalk. And Rachel finds out that he like owns a bunch of shops on the boardwalk. I don't know if he owns the shops or if he just... Well, his whole family works at the pizza shop. I don't know if like his family owns the pizza shop or a friend owns the yeah. pizza shop or if just everyone that he knows in town just owns something on the boardwalk. Right. But they definitely, he has family members working there, friends working there. A friend shows up. And I think all of it is a little bit overwhelming for Rachel which I do feel like had it been Tino who had planned this date and introduced the family this way, it wouldn't have felt as overwhelming to her because she's so like all in on Tino right now. But because she is so far behind with Tyler, I think it's like, oh, like I'm still trying to figure out how I feel. And now all of a sudden I've met his cousins and his friends and now I'm going to go to his family's house. And it was just a lot really quickly. Yeah. And I do think he is like a very like wear his heart on his sleeve type of individual like you're getting exactly what you see with Ty- or Tyler. Yeah. Uh, and in a way, he's very similar to uh, Johnny. But Johnny honestly comes off as a little bit more um, player, bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like Tyler's Tyler, like the good guy. It's like the angel and the devil, but very similar in for, a lot of ways. Yeah. Tyler also doesn't really feel like he's he's very simple. You know, like like small simple, town, like like, like a lab. You know, like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, smiley. And I kind of like that about him. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Rachel wants that kind of, like, bad boy feel. So Because Tino has more of that bad boy feel. Zach, I would say, doesn't. But I do think Zach, to her, like, just checks a lot of boxes. Zach is, like, the perfect fit for her. And they're, like, equivalent as far as, like, you know, they're not out of each other's league at all. Whereas, like, I do feel like Tino's a little bit out of... Um, Rachel's League 
in a weird way, you know, because like once you meet his family, you'll understand, you know. Um, so, yeah, so she starts having a mental breakdown and she basically sits him down, pulls him aside after meeting all those people and is like, you know, she's not as bad as Gabby when she was telling Nate by, but she's has a hard time. She's basically like, I don't feel like our connection is strong enough to meet your family, to meet your family. Yeah. Um, which I mainly feel bad because he took it very well, but then he has to go home to his family. Who's super excited to meet her. And then he has to tell them that she's not coming. Yeah. And they're just like, the family is just as loving and like, um, joyful as he is. So it's like, you can really see like, he's really been nurtured. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to bounce right back. I don't think. I can't remember. I can't remember if he goes to paradise or not. I feel like he would do well in paradise. He would do well, but but I don't know if it would be good for him. Like he would hook up with a girl and stick with her, but I don't know if it would be like good for Or he would get like barreled over and then he'd be upset because like someone like Aaron comes in and steals his girl and then it's like. Right. Like if his girl got stolen, I think he would just be a mess at paradise. He'd be like drunk. He would like become very much not that happy go. Maybe. I don't know. Or he would just like be there to like bro out like. Maybe. He could probably do that. But he doesn't really seem to do that in this season at all. Like, he doesn't seem to be broing out. But they haven't been really showing us too much of the guys at the house and their interactions. They actually eliminated most of the bros, honestly. Yeah. So, okay, let's move on. We got Eric and Gabby. In New Jersey. Yeah, and what do you think about Eric's family? Well, so right away, they go to, like, a park, and he says, you know, I just want to warn you, like, my dad is very, very sick. And has been, like, in the ICU. Like, this is a really big deal. Like, it was a big deal for me to come here. And I feel like it explains a lot about that kind of, like, sadness we've been seeing from Eric. Yeah. And I also think, like, he has the most to risk, you know? Like, she's going to be... He's vulnerable here. And he's also, like, pre-grieving in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's kind of like he is giving up some of his last days with his father to be yeah. at the bachelorette and hopefully find his wife. So it it's kind of a very emotional meeting when um, she goes to the family's house and gets to meet the father and his caretaker and the mother. and Which he does. The problem I have with this situation is Eric kind of comes off as like, like he, she has to be good enough for him. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, like, I mean, she does. Like they both have to be good enough for each other. Well, yeah, but, like, I think that Gabby's naturally drawn to Eric because of the sorrow. And, like, she is an IC, or she's a nurse, right? Yeah, she's an ICU nurse. Yeah, so she's, like, would be the person, like, basically taking care of his father. And so, like, there is, like, a connection there where it's, like, she does get joy from helping people like that. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, like, that, out of that urge... That's kind of what's keeping their relationship. But once that's gone, I don't know how much um, chemistry they're going to have. Well, and the thing is, it's so hard. So we do know that his father passed away before this aired. Yeah. Um, And the thing is, if they somehow do end up together, I still believe she's going to end up with Jason. But say she does pick Eric, because there is a possibility. Um. I feel like then the father passing away, it's very difficult to start a new relationship while one person is so heavily grieving. Like, that would be really hard. You, like, see him right now with with 
all of that going on and his father is still alive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do think he's just in a deep contemplation a lot of times. Uh, he does say that he is um, fully falling in love with her yes. to her face during dinner, um, which is huge. And I feel like the mother kind of may have made this worse for Gabby in a way. Because the mother's like, oh, you know, I've been married to his father for 35 years. You never give up on love. You never give right. up on this person. You never, like, once you're together, that's it. Like, which I think Gabby idolizes that. But she also knows that that's a super, I think it's like, that's going to scare Gabby away. Whereas when she sees Jason, who has dealt with divorced parents, like, she knows that he understands that sometimes things don't work out. And people can still be cordial. People yeah. can still get along. And you're going to get a lot more forgiveness from that family. Whereas, like, it does not seem like you're going to get any forgiveness from Eric's. From Eric's. Eric's, like, very much, like, family above all, loyalty, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think that's good to a certain extent. But I, I do think you But have I think to, on like, the batch thread, it's tough. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you watch it back and you're like, ooh, she's, like, you know, got a lot of different people that are... Driving and it's almost teaching. like trauma bonding. Like this whole date felt it like super felt like trauma bonding like, for sure. And that's hard because like when you build relationship around trauma, like that can be a really strong bond, but it can also break. Yeah, very easily as well. Honestly, I really like uh, Eric's dad. I really so like Eric's dad, that- and I do really like Eric. I just don't believe that if they do end up together at the end of this, that they'll have a long lasting relationship yeah i agree with that so next up we've got tino and rachel final final hometown well actually it's not the final hometown but it's the final hometown of this episode i don't know why they didn't cram all seven in i don't know either like i don't know maybe they had originally planned on there being eight and then doing six and then two yeah but just having one on a cliffhanger is weird but anyway tino in santa clarita california you meet his parents and brother and this is the first family to ask really hard, honest questions. Yeah, I actually respected it because the father's like, okay, you've known each other for two months and you haven't really even spent that much time with each other. How do you, how can you possibly say you're ready? And the thing is, is Rachel had already made her mind up before she even knew Tino. Yeah. And so like Tino is competitive and I actually have more respect seeing his parents speak because i'm like oh they are like critical thinkers or whatever you want to say you know they are thinking about the asking the tough questions and i think tino also has that in him you know and but tino's also not acting that way like tino's like i'm gonna win at all costs like but the thing is is already he already won from the beginning you know so it's not really like like, he still thinks it's a game, and I think once that wears off, I don't know if their relationship's going to be long-lasting. Which is kind of what the mom brings up, because she literally says, this isn't real. You're living in a bubble. Yeah. You're living in this atmosphere. You're going on these trips. You're not in the real world. Yeah, and then also like, her father, or his father, sat her down and was like, so tell me who the real Tino is. Well, and the mother had asked a similar question as well, like, tell me your, like, his best qualities. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, he's kind and he's humble and, and he's honest. And, and I'm she's like, like, oh, and like, he told me that one day he went and gave blood just because, just to help people. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, everybody okay, does that. Like, you know, here's what I'm saying though. She didn't mention he's competitive. He didn't mention that he's like, um, you know, remember when he was like, you need to be doing a little more for me to her, which, so that's like, what would that be? He's, uh, he's what just personality very, would that like, be? 
that would be like he's kind of needy in a I weird way. I wouldn't say he's needy, needy. but I would needy. say like I've realized that he needs a lot of reassurance. Yeah. Like exactly. Like, and I've been trying to give him as much reassurance as possible right. that like I feel as equally strong. But she strong. didn't say that. She said he's she's like googly eyed, you know, and it doesn't really seem like she thinks about those things that he's going to be when they're outside of that bubble. Yeah. And that's basically what the parents said. They're like, we, they're not seeing it. They're like they don't see him in love with her and they see her infatuated with him. And they're kind of like, I do think they see him also with very strong feelings for her, but they're like, you've been in this bubble. Like this isn't real feelings. Yeah. Like you're feeling infatuated. That's well, cool. He's like, that's fine. They're but... like, it may be real feelings, but it's not like, get married at the drop of a hat feelings like you know like you should really take a few and they were asking her they're like well you were on the bachelor to find a husband now you're the bachelorette to find a husband like if you're saying tino's your guy and he leaves are you just going to pick someone else because you just want a husband yeah which i mean yeah seems like that's her personality yeah so it is bringing up those like real questions and the internet kind of tore his family apart and was like they were too brutal they were too mean and i was like i really appreciated everything they asked i thought they were a brush of fret there because most of the families i feel like are dim-witted in a lot of we're not dim-witted well they're not dim-witted people but they act dim-witted like they're like they're just trying to like be really nice and polite and look good on TV. And this family was like, we don't care how we come across on TV. They're like, this is the first time we're meeting you and you're supposed to meet, you're supposed to marry our son next week. You know, is basically how they acted. And that's exactly how they ought to act. Yes. So Rachel's all upset and doesn't think his parents like her. And he's like, oh, my parents like you. They just need to ask these questions because like it's real life. And she's like, they hate me. And then he's, they like, never, having to reassure her. Yeah. And it's, like, just because they ask these questions, don't... Like, it doesn't mean they don't like you. Yeah. It just means that they need these answers before you get married. Yeah. Because and those are things like, you should be thinking about. If she was, like, well... If she would have been, like... She didn't even really talk to the parents on any real human level. Because she could have been, like, you know what? That is a really interesting point. And I think if Tino and I do end up at the end of this together, we will take... A few months before we decide if we want to get married or not outside of the Mm -hmm. bubble. You know, if she would have said something like that, it would have been like, oh, I understand your concerns. And now I'm also thinking about that. And I still really do like Tino more than all these other guys or whatever. And then, you know, and I will take that into consideration out of respect for you, you know. This actually reminded me a little bit of Moses' season of the New Zealand Bachelor where he met, I can't even remember the winner's name at this point, but he had met her family and they were very critical as well. And he handled it a lot differently because he was like, I really appreciate these questions because these are things I should be thinking about and the things that we should be discussing before the end of this. Like, Yeah, he, I mean, Moses was kind of like a little bit of a um, squishy, like, not committer. So, like, he was not... I think he was more committed he was than super, the person he picked, which is he the He was problem. super intelligent. He was, like really spiritually he was a very good critical thinker yeah pretty good critical thinker he just didn't have that commitment um bone you know like some people can commit and get stuff done and whereas like he was like kind of wishy-washy on that front well Um, it's like i was just kind of bummed because his final two were someone that was ready to get married and ready to have kids and then he chose the younger person who wasn't even willing to move close to him or see him or go to any like she just yeah. completely ditched out after the show. So it was kind of like, man. Yeah. 
lame. So, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen yeah. to either girl this So season. we're going to wrap that uh, this episode up with that. And we'll talk to you next week for Avon's Hometown. I believe we can men's tell all next week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that.